We all wanna be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm so happy and excited to be with you today. I had a lot of interviews for the month of July um, because I was traveling with my family. I was spending quality time with the fam and it has been an amazing summer and I had zero expectations because there was a lot of things that had changed um, just with life and, and work and just letting go of how I thought it was going to look and let it unfold as it did was just so beautiful. We just got back from a trip to Telluride, which if you've been following me for a while, you know, Telluride is our happy place. It is literally the most beautiful place in the world. When you're on hikes, when you're walking around the town, that your eyes have to adjust to the beauty. It honestly feels like you're transported to Switzerland. It is so beautiful. And it was so amazing just being able to slow down. Like the the Telluride is such a sleepy town in the summer and it's magical. Like there's just no, I can't find a better word than magical because the mornings are slow. Everything that you do is just the slower pace, which made July feel really long in the best way possible. So I'm excited to be back with you. There's just so many things going on that I want to share with you. Um, there's a lot of things if you're local in Phoenix that are happening and it's really exciting and fun. Um, if you're not local, if you um, are not in Phoenix, I have some fun things coming up virtual as well. So there's lots of things going on. Um, my season of slowing down has ramped me up for a season of um, speeding up. And that's what I teach my clients. I teach them that slowing down actually helps them speed up down the road. So it's really fun to get to live that. So there's a lot of fun things going on, and that's what's really going to lead into this episode of new beginnings. Um, I'll share the different things that are happening this month um, at the end of this episode, but I really want to talk about new beginnings. And especially for myself today, uh, I am starting teaching spin again. And spin is a huge part of my growth and transformation, not just teaching on the bike, but everything that I experienced behind the scenes as a manager, everything that I had gone through had helped me get to where I am today. Everything, the hard times, the good times and everything in between. And I wouldn't have changed a single thing, even though at the time it felt awful at times. <laughs> It really led me to this place. So I used to teach at this studio called the Madison, and I know so many of my friends, so many of my clients, so many awesome people in the community through this space. And I keep thinking about it in terms of the model, which is what I teach. And the Madison is actually a circumstance. It's a place you can break it down. It's a, it's a fitness studio. Um, but really what happened on the inside of me and my thoughts about who I was and who I was becoming is what changed my life. And I found myself giving a lot of credit to the Madison. And I realized that it was not the Madison. It was me but it was this, I had the space to do it. And that's what I think is so important about having a space 
to grow. You need to have a space to grow in order to become who you are meant to be in this world. If I didn't have that space to grow, maybe I would have grown in a different space, but I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be with my husband. I wouldn't have this life. We wouldn't have an amazing baby. Like there's just so many things I don't even want to think about if it didn't happen. Even so many of my friends came from the Madison and um, relationships. Oh my gosh. It's just so beautiful. Um, but today's episode is about embracing new beginnings. I want to celebrate the power of starting fresh and stepping into the unknown. And so today we're going to talk about the art of embracing new beginnings. We're going, I'll share some of my stories um, that I've faced big life changes and became stronger on the other side. Um, and I just, before we start, I want you to take a moment to reflect on the significance of new beginnings in your life. Because embracing new beginnings is so much more than just making a change. It's about opening ourselves up to opportunity and growth. So often we resist change out of fear and comfort. But what if you could shift your perspective and see change as a positive force in your life? Because when you embrace a new beginning, you free yourself of the limitations uh, of the past and create space for new possibilities. It's honestly having courage to step into the unknown. And I know our brains hate the unknown, but that's actually where possibility lives because the rewards can truly be life-changing. And the reason why I know this is because when I started teaching, I, it was so unknown. I was terrified of being in front of people. I was so young. I was lost in my early twenties. Um, I realized that I was lost because I had to find myself. There was just so much unknown, but because I was able to embrace it, I was able to change my life. And I taught for seven years at the Madison. And then when COVID happened, I reevaluated. It wasn't aligned with my values. It was the perfect transition out. Nothing had happened. It just, it was time to go. Um, but the Madison was still open. And I loved that it was still open because I could still go see my friends. I could still see instructors that I helped train, still thrive. Like it was just, it was so nice that it was still there. Um, so when I left, I had to embrace a huge unknown. I didn't know if I was going to teach again. I didn't know if I was done teaching. A part of me thought, okay, you're done teaching. Another part of me thought, not yet. Like there was just this constant dance, right? Um, and then fast forward, a another studio opened and reached out to me. And I was like, maybe I haven't closed this. Maybe this door is not closed yet. So I started teaching again and I knew it was just like, oh, this is so what I'm supposed to do. I know that I'm supposed to teach. I know that I'm supposed to lead. This is just a part of who I am. Then I got pregnant. Um, and after I got pregnant, everything changed again. After I got pregnant, I taught until I was about seven months pregnant, took a pause and then wanted to reevaluate. And I just knew at that time, in that moment in time, I was just done with teaching at that time. And I think that's what's the power of just not having to know how you're going to get to where you want to go. Just trusting and surrendering that everything is happening as it's supposed to. And it was because 
once I closed that door, I was like, I'm not going back to teaching. Um, I could still feel it inside of me, but I knew what my focus was. I knew what my priority was and I was just all in. And so when you just trust that everything is going to work out as it should, the way that everything unfolded with a new studio that I'm teaching at, it's like, could I couldn't have lined up better. I am officially done breastfeeding. Uh, my body's starting to feel normal again. My hormones are starting to balance out. Like I feel like I'm able to have the energy to get up and lead people. Um, because before I was really maintaining so much of my energy because I knew it was so depleted. And now the way that everything is unfolded, everything is just working out as it's meant to. And I truly believe that behind the scenes, whatever scenes that you believe in, it's always working out, even if it doesn't feel like it. And there's just such power in trusting and knowing that everything is working in your favor. And I just love that thought and feel free to try that thought on is everything is working out in my favor, even when it's not like, it's really easy to think that thought when it is, but I just remember with spin, I, that was the question I would get all the time. Like, are you going to go back to spin? Are you going to go back to spin? And the answer was truly like, like, I don't know. And I don't, say, I don't know a lot because it blocks my inner wisdom, but there just wasn't a place for me yet. And I trusted that a place would be created and the place did, and it is created. And you're listening to this on August 1st, it opens today and it just feels so aligned. You know, you kind of have to go through, I think people think that alignment is this linear process where you do something and you're like, yes, this is it. And you have to go through things to realize when something's not aligned to know when it is aligned. Like it's not always being in alignment that's important. It's recognizing when you're out of alignment or when you're in different situations that don't resonate or feel good to you. You have to be in those situations to know when you're in a situation, a circumstance that is what it feels like. You have to have that contrast. And it's just important to recognize that that's just a part of the process. So being able to embrace the unknown, being able to be excited about the unknown. I think that is the key to getting what you want out of life and understanding that your brain is going to have an aversion to it. Your brain is not going to want to embrace the unknown. It wants certainty. It wants things that are familiar, even if you don't like it. And I can't tell you how many times my brain was like, maybe I'll do it. I was, I was like regressing. I was like, maybe I'll do this. And then my higher self would swoop in and be like, no, that's you going backwards. We're staying in the present and we're focusing on moving forward. So the next thing I want to talk about is overcoming challenges and fear because embracing new beginnings is not without challenges. Like it sounds so lovely, but there's always going to be challenges by embracing a new beginning, starting fresh. It's totally natural to feel fear and certainty when facing the unknown. But remember that this comfort that you feel now is going to lead to so much growth and joy later. Your discomfort is the currency of your dreams. There is no growth without feeling discomfort. I'm watching it happen with my daughter before my eyes. Like 
it's really uncomfortable being a baby because you're constantly growing. You either are having a sleep regression, your teeth are coming in. Like if there's just, you're falling, you're learning how to walk, you're falling down. Like it's just really uncomfortable. And that's how you know you're on the right path. And sometimes people mistake discomfort for unhappiness and they think something's wrong, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Your discomfort, the things that feel really, really terrible actually is a sign that you are growing. So here are some ways that you can help navigate overcoming challenges and fears. So the first thing is taking a small step. You know, if you have a new beginning that's happening, you want to break it down into manageable steps to avoid feeling overwhelmed. The other thing is asking for help, seeking support. Surround yourself with a supportive community or a trusted friend, a mentor, a coach who can encourage you. Um, uplift you to be that mirror reflecting back when you want to go backwards and they help you continue to move forward. And then the last thing, it's the most important, is embracing failure. Understanding that setbacks are a part of the journey. And in fact, they are the journey. Setbacks, failure, mistakes is a part of the journey. It's the whole entire journey because you learn from those mistakes. The only failure that's truly a failure is if you don't apply what you've learned. That's a failure because the lesson is right there. It's showing you the way to get to where you want. And it can be incredibly valuable in the process to getting to where you want to go. So um, the way that I like to think about failure now is it's either winning or learning. There's no failure. Like it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm either winning where things are going well. Um, and if I'm there 90% of the time, then I'm not taking enough risks. I'm not pushing myself enough out of my comfort zone. If I feel really uncomfortable and I'm failing, I'm, I'm falling on my face and I'm making mistakes. That's how I know that I'm doing it right. So those are three very simple things that I guess I really can't say embracing failures. It is simple. They're all simple, but embracing failure is not easy because we have an aversion to failure because we think that failure means something's wrong with us. Then it creates shame, creates doubt, disappointment. Um, but what if you just changed how you viewed failure? What if you just allowed yourself to be okay with it being messy in the beginning? So the next thing I want to shift to is the role of your mindset. Um, it's everything. I mean, you've been listening to the show, you know, I'm all about that mind management, the role of mindset, embracing new beginnings. This is what it comes down to. This is the most crucial factor when it comes to a fresh start, having a growth mindset allows you to see challenges as opportunities and it allow it helps you believe in your ability to adapt and grow. It's everything. Growth mindset, like being a beginner. And I keep thinking about this for myself with teaching spin. Like, yes, I've been teaching spin for almost 10 years now. Um, this is the longest hiatus. 18 months is the longest I've taken off from spin. Um, and it's all fresh for me. Like I went to the studio yesterday, played with the music, played with, like, I just felt like a beginner. And at first it was really uncomfortable. I could feel my stomach going into knots. Like I used to feel. And then I told myself, this just means you care. Doesn't mean anything's wrong. Doesn't mean you're not supposed to teach. This just means you care because this is how I felt when I used to teach. And so now I have a beginner's mindset. I have a growth mindset. I'm like, yes, I know that I'm not going to be perfect at this. I know that I'm going to make mistakes and I'm excited to learn from them. 
So the ways that you can cultivate a growth mindset in a new beginning is embrace learning. See every experience as a chance to learn and improve. Every interaction, everything that feels weird is your opportunity to learn and improve. The other thing is practice a whole lot of self-compassion. This, my friend, is so important, okay? Practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself when facing setbacks or difficulties. Do not I repeat, do not beat yourself up. Do not be hard on yourself. Do not be critical. Being judgmental and being hard on yourself is not going to get you where you want to go. I can tell you that right now, right? When you mess up, which you will, can you be compassionate? Can you love on yourself? Can you hold so much understanding because you're learning the way that a baby is learning to walk, right? Like if a baby's learning to walk and they fall down, you're often like, oh, like you're, you're, doing a terrible job. Like what's wrong with you? You'd be like, cool. You're doing so good. I do this with my daughter. When she falls, I tell her great fall, right? When, when it doesn't go her way, I'm like, good job. Because I want to support the falling down. I want her to know that falling down is okay. And it's a part of the process. And then the last thing that you can do to cultivate a growth mindset is focus on the good, focus on what's working well. Shift your attention to the opportunities and the potential that lies ahead. Like you can see like, okay, where I'm at now, the, the unknown, the scariness, all of that is getting me to where I want to go. So we talked about overcoming the fear or working with the fear, uh, overcoming the obstacles. We talked about the growth mindset. Um, I think it's important to really sit in the truth or the understanding that new beginnings is a journey. And I don't want you to think that there's an end goal, right? Like, yes, one day you might feel like you've arrived, but for the most part, if you are in a, if you have the passion for growing, you don't ever arrive. You just continue to level up yourself. You level up your life. You level up wherever you're at, whatever your focus is on, you just continue to level up. So embracing new beginnings is a process. It's not an event. So if you can enjoy the journey, especially when it's bumpy and hard and rocky, rather than just focus on the destination, it makes it so much easier. I think about that with spin. Like, I don't think I'm ever just going to arrive. I literally am just being a part of the journey. And this journey has taken me to the most beautiful places. It's helped me meet the most incredible people. And I know it's going to continue to do that. And I want to invite you and I want to offer that whatever new beginning you're experiencing, that it is a process and not to think that you're just going to arrive one day. So you're going to on this journey, on this quest, you're going to experience moments of growth, self-discovery. You're going to have moments of pain and, and uh, uncertainty, and there's going to be some low points of this journey. And that's okay. If you can embrace all of it, it will contribute to your evolution. So before we wrap up, I want to give some tangible things that you can do to embrace new beginnings in daily life, because I believe that every morning, every day that you wake up is a new beginning. So the way that you can really own this feeling of new beginning, embracing the journey is setting intentions, right? Defining what you want, defining what your goal is, knowing what that end goal 
might look like and set an intention for new beginnings that you want to embrace. So your goals are kind of like touch points, right? It's towards your evolution. So set an intention an energy, which an energy that you want to use to achieve your goals. The other thing is stay open-minded, be open to new ideas, perspectives, and opportunities that come your way. It might not come the way that you think it is, but it might be better. In fact, 90% of the time, it's always better. Anytime that something I'm like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be this way and it came to me this way. It's always so much better than I could have imagined. And then the last thing is celebrate your progress, acknowledge and celebrate every step that you take in your new beginning, celebrate the failure, celebrate the mistakes, celebrate falling down, celebrate working through a challenge, celebrate the wins, celebrate the achievements, celebrate the people that you meet along the way, celebrate yourself being able to celebrate along the way helps you enjoy the journey and the process even more. So as we wrap up this episode, you know, I just hope, I just want to offer to you that embracing new beginnings can be life-changing. I know that the new beginnings that I embraced changed the trajectory of my life. And I know that it's within reach for you. I know it's possible for you just want you to remember that you have the strength, you have the resilience to overcome the challenges and create a fulfilling, joyful life. I know this for you because if it's possible for me, it's a hundred percent possible for you. All right, my friends. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I would love to know the new beginnings that you're celebrating um, and embarking on. So send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what new beginning that you are starting right now. Um, Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for a review or if you shared this with a friend. And like I said at the beginning, there's a lot of fun things happening in Phoenix for the month of August. Um, Number one, I'm starting to teach at a new spin studio on 945 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's called The Underground. And you can check it out in the show notes um, to find the location, the schedule, all that jazz. Um, number two, I am ho- I'm part leading a wellness retreat, um, day retreat with my girl, Chelsea Hand. She put together this incredible, incredible event, wellness event. That's all about connecting with yourself and connecting with others. There's going to be dancing. There's going to be sound bowls. There's going to be different healthy vendors. There's going to be great conversations, great laughs, so much fun that is happening. And that's going down August 27th. I will put the details in the show notes. Um, that's going to be so fun. I will be leading some, um, somatic exercises, some intention setting. We're going to have a lot of fun. So hopefully if you're around, you can join us. It's at Silverleaf um, Country Club. Um, so yeah, those are two of the big happenings. Um, the stuff that's happening online is I have a webinar that is coming up about overcoming imposter syndrome, which goes right in line with embracing new beginnings because with new beginnings comes a lot of imposter syndrome. So be on the lookout for that workshop. Um, and yeah, things are about to pick back up again. Uh, the doors to the activate group coaching program will be opening at the end of this month. So if you've been thinking about joining, this is the perfect time. It's going to take you to the end of the year. Um, it's going to really help you finish the year strong. So if you're looking for support to reaching your goals, if you're looking for a community, a space to grow, 
I got you. Um, so doors aren't open yet, but be on, make sure you have your earlobes and your eyes looking for it because it's going to happen soon. Um, so yeah, there's lots of stuff going on and I just cannot wait to continue to connect with you, to help you grow um, because I just think that growing together is so much more potent than growing alone. All right, my friend, until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine. You're so worthy of it.